From Potomac Fund Management, this is the Conquer Risk Podcast. Join us as we discuss the business of running an RIA firm and the practice of investment management. And now, our hosts. Welcome to the Conquer Risk Podcast. My name is Manish Kata, and with me, I have Jeff Goodnow. We're coming out with a lot of shows, and I just want everyone to remember that the original gangsters are myself and Jeff. Um, this is the Conquerist podcast, so even though you're going to see a lot of other shows coming out, you know we can't forget how it all started. How are you, sir? Hey, I am doing great. I'm doing absolutely great. Other than having to uh, love technology, right? Repair headsets so we can actually hear each other. There's always something goes on when you do a, a podcast or recording, that sort of thing. But yeah, I, I'm good, man. Business is good. Life's good. Good. Well, today we want to talk about customizations. And let me back up and, and lay a little bit more groundwork there. A lot of media hype about direct indexing being the future. And we want to dive into what that means because there's a lot of different definitions around that. And to us, it all comes down to actually customizations or custom SMAs. That's probably a better moniker for what's being tossed out in the media. And we've always been on record that direct indexing in terms of replacing an ETF or a mutual fund is is basically a stupid idea, right? I mean, you're, you're just going to try to save two or three basis points and have all the work of having all these different underlying stocks. But is what, what's really valid to us is the ability to customize SMAs. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of different uh, ways to apply that when it comes to either tax loss harvesting, ESG, uh, transitioning assets, uh, where you want to limit capital gains, um, you know, annually, whatnot. Uh, so there's a lot of different applications. And so what, what we're rolling out with Potomac, and this is the sort of the official, unofficial announcement of what we're rolling out, is, an, is a customization model. And what that's going to include is a lot of different factors. So phase one will be the transition to model customization. Phase two, uh, phase two and three will be more the custom SMAs around direct indexing with ESG and, and also wanting to limit whatever um, industry that, that you want. So I'm going to toss it over to you to kind of let, let's lay the, the, the land out. Like, let's focus more on transitioning to model. Like, well, why did this come up? Why are we even talking about this? Yeah, yeah, that's a no, it's, it's great. I mean, the, the reality is, uh, and I'll just give an example, we'll, we'll pick on American funds, uh, because they're, they're a good company, right? Everybody, I mean, almost every advisor has used American funds. The reality is, we all run into the same problem. And you get excited, you get find a prospect who is now, let's just say 60. In the last 30 years, they, they actually have been investing in basic American funds. Great! Right? They've probably made a, a killing over the last 30 years. They started when they're 30. That in and of itself is exciting. Right? And so the problem is they've been able to make a ton of money, but they've also they had the stomach for it at the time to go through these catastrophic loss events like the Great Recession, the tech bubble, etc. Well, now they're 60. They're knocking at the door of retirement and they're thinking, holy crap, I can't handle this. And you, an advisor, are having a great foundational conversation about maximum drawdown and understanding, helping to educate them and understand that there is another way. You happen to like to combine different models, some strategic, some, some tactical, right? And really help mitigate that risk. Well, that's all nifty, right? They have a great story. You have a great story. How do you, how do you get the two together? Because those American funds that you've had for 30 years, that client has had, have embedded gains out the wazoo, right? And it's really disingenuous in our mind to say, oh, 
you want to avoid risk well here or you have some other you know you're you're just your your situation has changed and so what we're going to do is just sell everything and start this new process uh taxes will you know absolutely can absolutely eat you alive you got 30 40 percent of of your your uh your dollars are actually just earnings right so so that's what we wanted to do we were on the hunt how do we transition from you've got all these embedded gains in whatever it is and then you have this great model combination that really will help the client achieve the returns they need and help mitigate the pain they have to suffer through right how do you transition and that's what we're talking and, about and the transition to model. And historically you know as a and this is how we've grown as a tamp and a uma platform is historically it's kind of been a shoulder shrug right like that's <laughs> yeah. that's your problem as the advisor like we, we only do one thing with the models you know we're not really you know it, we don't offer any services around that and so this was a huge need as we're onboarding more advisors and their total book of business these things come up where it's like, hey, what am I supposed to do with this? And 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 that's you know a, a great story on, on how you know why why we wanted to do this. Um, well, and the yeah, the, the cool part is, and this is where sometimes it's you know advisors think it's either A or B, and there's no like middle ground. The reality is maybe American Fund mo- advisory models are part of that solution moving forward, right? So it's not just that what you had sucked and what we have is better. It's about the fact that you have a problem. And we have a solution, but to get from A to B was just tough. And so now there's this middle ground, this transition process that does actually exist. That's a great point. Yeah, it's not about hating what you currently have. It's about slowly right. mitigating tax consequences. So let's, let, let me kind of go through how this will work Dive in. In, in, in practice. So essentially, uh, we have software that will allow uh, to create these templates, right? So let's say you have this American Funds client that comes over. We will work with the advisor to say, okay, on an annual basis, we want to limit capital gains to, I'm throwing out random numbers there, to $20,000 a year, right? So we're going to input their federal um, and state tax rates, you know, obviously some new capital gains that are around the corner. And, and we're going to say on an annual basis, we want, to, we want no more than $20,000 in capital gains. And then on a monthly or quarterly basis, you know, our system will spit out doing tax loss harvesting to make sure that we're selling the appropriate shares uh, and, and maxing out of that 20000 That 20000 then will be moved over to other sleeves, uh, whatever the models is selected for the uh, advisor and the client. And this can be drawn out over a two, three, four, five-year period. It just depends how long uh, it takes to draw down those capital gains. And so... The, the great thing is this is all still in one account, right? It's all still in the background. You send over this taxable account. We have different sleeves in there. One of them will be the transition to um, model sleeve. And on an annual basis, we'll, we'll, we'll make those moves. Um, and so what, uh, you know, you were on this training and, and we did this together. What, what jumped out as a, a really cool feature here? Well, one of the things that I liked was, it, you know, like you said in your example, right? You talked about, well, okay, twenty, you know, it's twenty thousand dollars a year or whatever is the max capital gain. The system actually breaks it out, and it's something we do during setup. It actually breaks it out into a quarterly uh, component, and so it's not just okay. We get to November, and suddenly everybody and their mother is selling their crap, right? It's hey, let's here's it's twenty thousand dollars. So here's five thousand dollars a quarter that can be generated. Uh, right. And obviously, when you first get it set up, stuff that can be moved or sold without a taxable event, um, you know, is going to be moved over. So you're, you're getting a fair amount uh, in this example of dollars into the new strategies right away. It's just the stuff that's got the gains, uh, you know, you have to kind of hold on to and mitigate. So I thought that was cool that they, the system breaks it out into a quarterly event 
So that also helps from the standpoint of just, just basic market structure, right? That's always the concern when you go from A to B is that you do it at the wrong time. Well, here, this is already set up to break that out over a quarterly basis and, and uh, you know, give some mitigation to whatever the market happens to be doing at that time anyway. Okay. And so the way we're going to roll this out, it's going to be a model selection. So let you have whatever, whatever growth and income, you know, whatever your model selections are, this is going to be called, you know, let's say custom SMAs, which frankly, I think that's the name. Um, and so when you're filling out your paperwork and getting ready, it'll be custom SMA. We're going to charge 20 basis points for this model service. Uh, and, uh, and that's how it's going to, uh, kind of roll out, right? You pick the models you want to go to. This is one of them in terms of custom SMA, the 20 basis points, and, and that's the, the functionality of it that's going to roll out. We're updating the ADV. It's going to take some time, um, but this has been a, a huge request from a lot of our top advisors, and, and you know we want to roll these out in phases. This is how our TAMP has grown. You can't do everything at once, right? You got to try to roll this out. So, all right, so you have the customization what are, what are issues? Any roadblocks with, with this strategy? Yeah, I think something that you have to be absolutely 100% clear with the client in the process as well is, is like anything, you have to pick your poison, okay? And so the reality is, in many cases, and in, in this, we'll just use, again, this American Funds example, right? It wasn't an advisory solution to begin with. There wasn't any risk management to begin with, per se. And so that's the reason that you're wanting to do this transition, right? But the original assets... Right, those, we're going to call them transition assets. Those transition assets in the account are not being managed, right? Other than whatever, if there were funds or ETFs, obviously those are doing what they're supposed to do. But there's nobody who's going to slice and dice and manage and, and adjust that part of the portfolio. That is a transition. So it's essentially locked there in place other than the selling of the tax event or events that occur. And, I, you know, from a tactical standpoint, right, we're tactical managers at heart. Right, that's a, that's a little bit hard for us to <laughs> accept, but but at the same time, like nothing was in many cases nothing was being managed from that overall portfolio level in the first place, so it really shouldn't be a big deal. But it is something that you want to make sure you understand because this is going to go on for two, three, four, five years, um, you know, to to make, help mitigate the taxes. But that's the decisions being made. The tax mitigation is the most important function. Uh, at that time. Yeah, so that's, that, thanks for giving me a layup into this next section here. So the, the, the first part is, is what you're saying. It's not going to be managed. It's just tra tax transition, which is why it's called t transition to model. Phase two and three of this whole process will be later on this year, Q3, Q4, where we're going to roll out the actual managed part. So for example, uh, we have clients that come to us that have appreciated positions um, you know, Microsoft, let's pick on them. You've been with them for years. You have all these embedded gains, and, but you still want S&P exposure. And this is where the, the combination of direct indexing comes in, where we can say, okay, let's not sell any Microsoft for, you know, or, or do a transition to, um, to model setup on that. Uh, let's give them S&P 500 exposure without technology, you know, w without anything that, that resembles Microsoft. And that's going to be the actual managed part. Now, you can still obviously transition that to a model. The point being is that the direct indexing and the ESG portion of that will be later on this year where we'll give the ability to, to customize even further. That's, that's at least the plan right now. We just, there's too much to handle to do it all at once. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you have to do it a step at a time. But, I, you know, for us, what we saw with our advisors was the need was the largest for that transition to model. 
uh, just because of, like say, embedded gains and, and that, that basic scenario. How do you get from A to B and make that copacetic while also bringing in the, the newer mantra of let's get multiple strategies, uh, you know, multiple models together, strategic, act, tactical, et cetera, and really provide a better long-term future uh, for your client experience. Uh, but you, you can't just sell everything all the time. It's not, that's not always the easy answer. Sometimes it's a little bit more laborious than that. So, so now we have a solution and that's, that's pretty freaking exciting. Uh, I gotta say. It is. I mean, look, this is, you know, I always talk about the evolution of, of, of our TAMP and our UMA. I mean, every year we sit down and we say, listen, you know, how can we improve the services? How can we improve the offerings? And a lot of that is based on feedback from advisors. If these advisors didn't tell us about this, we probably would never have done it, right? It, it, it just comes down to them coming to us and saying, listen, I need this solution. Let's go about doing it. And we lay out roadmaps once a quarter and say, okay, what can we address to help our advisors do better? What, and, and sometimes it's, you know, we say no to things because it, it's not efficient. It's not, a, it's not an efficient process. We're not trying, we're trying to get rid of any manual tasks, but also we still have a, um, you know, a, have to service our advisors and, and help their business. So um, I'm excited about putting this out there. It takes some time. We, you know, we started talking about this at the end of last year. Um, but I think we're going to be able to roll this out and compete with the big boys, right? That, that's our goal, right? Big, big yeah. boy technology with, with our service. Yeah, and something that I'm excited about in that process is at first we thought we might have to kind of narrow down the field and only have a, a very small handful of combinations that you could transition to, but it looks as though we're going to be able to to really, again, work with that custom curated OCIO, those combinations that we work with each advisor, right, to be specific to their needs, and we'll be able to, to, to transition to, to one of those. And, and, and that's a better fit, right? As opposed to, oh, well, we do all this custom stuff for you. And then, oh, by the way, we get to this and you get to choose from one of three things. Um, so, so that's pretty exciting, too. We weren't sure if everything was going to come out that way, but it, it, it's looking good. Cool. All right. Let's wrap it up. What do you got? What recommendations? What's on your mind? All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna actually give you a pat on the back uh, before I give the, my recommendation, and that is uh, you recommended the Mark Wahlberg series on HBO. Uh, that is that was that was kick ass. Wait, I wait, was... did you did you start waking up at three o'clock and working out yet? No, but I, I watched he ate a lot, and, and I kind of got excited about that. Um, but, but anyway, uh, the fact that I did not realize he was that much of an entrepreneur, uh, so, so that was great. And I, I literally, I binged six episodes. I just watched it, period, the whole thing. Um, but one of the things that came out of that is one of his deals, one of his businesses is a production company. And so my recommendation is a follow-up, and that is McMillions. It's also on HBO. It is also a series, and my wife and I both grew up working at McDonald's, and so uh, you know we were around in the heyday of that Monopoly game getting started. Uh, everybody knows McDonald's Monopoly. It was a, it was a cool-ass game. You hope to get a French free French fry, but maybe a little more. And the reality is, and I can't say a whole lot without giving it away, there was a scam going on. Now, McDonald's didn't have anything to do with it, but I kid you not, even Kim is like, blistered to this thing we've got one i think one episode left in two days uh three days excuse me it took us three days to do it we've gone through all six episodes but it is actually a really phenomenal show and it's mark Wahlberg's first he's the producer executive producer it's his production company that put it on it's won a bunch of awards highly recommend it if you've ever eaten at mcdonald's or you've ever played monopoly at mcdonald's cool yeah i, I haven't seen that but i'm gonna go uh, Dude, you start out, watching so. it and you're gonna, um, you're just glued, you're absolutely glued. Like, how did this happen? How did this happen? I got you. 
I'll yeah. take a look. All right. Well, my recommendation this week is actually uh, a backpack called Timbuktu. Uh, as business travel starts to pick up, I've always struggled with, you know, like how to carry my laptop and things around. Right. You know, you want to carry that briefcase around. Like, what do you do? Oh, and so, and backpacks, you know, are typically for, you know, high school kids. And so this Timbuktu is actually, you know, it's not fancy. It's just a, a clean backpack, has a laptop sleeve. It's great for travel. And so, you know, as we're getting back into the mix, hopefully, um, I thought this was a great way to travel with a lot of your gear and whatnot. Sweet. And so um, it's definitely, it's been, in, I got it a while back and it's, it's good quality stuff and it's not terribly expensive. Yeah. So well, I and now we, ha- yeah, now we have to have podcast gear with us all the time too. Yeah, it's so, so annoying. Yeah. yeah, I guess we have to take all that shit with us. So, yeah. all right, brother, that's all. Um, everyone have a great week. Enjoy your time off with the weather being nice and getting back outside. Don't spend too much time outside because you have to sit inside and watch the podcast. Subscribe, like, <laughs> share. We, we, we love you and we appreciate your business. Yep. Have Amen. a good one. Uh, ciao. All opinions expressed by podcast guests are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of Potomac Fund Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast. 